I'm not sure where Nick dug this out, but uh, it is football-related, correct? And who better than to introduce the long-tenured coach with the Baltimore Ravens, Joe Godfrey's cousin, and our guest speaker for the Team Focus fundraiser, Mr. Coach John Harbaugh. John, welcome to the opening kickoff here in Mobile, Alabama. Are you doing all right? Hey, no, great to be with you, man. Doing fantastic, and so it's a pleasure to be with you and Joe and, and talk sports. John, really appreciate you being here today, and, and even more so coming in uh, to do the evening. It's an evening with John Harbaugh at Mike's Team Focus. Uh, over 20 years, John, they've been putting it together with Boys Without Dads, and it's been so successful, and they've saved more kids. Uh, I've heard more stories from Mike at uh, these kids that have gone on and have been very, very successful. So we really, really do appreciate you coming in for that event. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's an honor to be a part of it. And I know that Mike has been running Team Focus, and you've been involved in that. The whole family has. And so many people that are close to all of us, you know. And what a difference it makes in people's lives. I mean, many people. I get calls all the time, Joe, from guys, guys like Keith Howard who's involved up here in Washington, D.C. People that say, hey. You know, this has changed my life. This has been a difference maker for me. What the God kids have done for me, what the people with Team Focus have done for my life. And, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like we talk about things like privilege and opportunity and things like that. And I feel very, very privileged to have had a dad in my life, you know, and a dad that I can still call and talk to. I feel like it made all the difference. And for the young people that don't have a chance to have that in their life, and there's way too many, Team Focus fills that void, right? And, creates that uh, connection that, uh, you know, young people need so badly. Well, it's uh, it's 20, you know, sometimes those organizations don't go along, but Mike's been, tw- I think it's 24th year. Hey, uh, John, how about this, or, or Lee? Uh, John went up, had with, got together with his family at Easter up, up in uh, Michigan. How about sitting at the dinner table? Jim Harbaugh won a Big Ten championship, played in the Super Bowl. John highly successful coach of the Ravens, won a Super Bowl. And Jack, their dad, also won a national championship at Western Kentucky. So you talk about, you know, skilled and very, very professional and very successful, three of them around the dinner table. That must have been a lot of fun. John, are you still competitive with your brother, Jim? Uh, not Yeah, I don't know. Not so much. We don't uh, we, we always usually end up in a big fight, so we just decided that probably forego. You know, we haven't. We haven't been in a big fight for quite a while, so it's, uh, I try to keep it that way. But, no, nah, this, this is incredible. Plus, you know, Tom Crane, you know, he's married to our sister Joni. Tom Crane's one of the great basketball coaches in college basketball. So we've had uh, we've had just a, just incredible, cool, neat chance to be around. We've been around it a whole lot. We grew up in, you know, with my dad and then Mike and Joe were coaches. Jerry, our uncle, was a coach. Um, you know, we've got Uncle Uncle Jim is, is coach, coach. You know, he's in the Marines and his uh, you know, boxing and stuff. So we just, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like we've just been around great people our whole life, just like we were little kids. And it's uh, it's a blessing. It's an unbelievable blessing. John, of course, will be the guest speaker at Team Focus uh, May 16th at the Mobile Convention Center. There'll be a silent auction. Dinner served at 6.30. We'll tell you about tickets. So you can call the Team Focus office, 635-1515. So I got to ask you a couple of questions here. Number one, how have you lasted, what, 15 years with one team in the NFL? Every year they change about seven coaches, seven or eight. 
That's amazing to me. Are you the are you the longest tenured coach at one team in the NFL these days? Well, Mike Thomas got me by a year, and uh, Coach Belichick has two years, so I'm third. You know, so uh, that's fine. I mean, Thomas so much younger than me; he's about nine years younger than me, so he's probably gonna outlast me. But uh, and Belichick, I mean, golly, Bill, I, you know, I spent a lot of time with him at the Orange Games on Thursday last week, and uh, he's still going strong as ever. So then. Andy's been with a couple teams, and and, uh, and Pete Carroll, right? He's been with a couple teams now. So there's some guys who've been doing some amazing things for a long time. Well, uh, John, uh, Joe, and I were debating who would ask you because I'm sure you haven't been asked for at least five minutes about your quarterback. But I'm going to start off by asking you the signing of Odell Beckham, which really took the uh, a lot of NFL fans by surprise because it was a story that he was going to visit the Jets. You got him. Uh, is it true? Or, or you know, you know how reports come out. You don't know what's right, what's wrong. Did Lamar Jackson help recruit Beckham to the Ravens? You know, I, I don't know the exact conversations. I haven't. Uh, you know, I didn't. I don't know the details. I know they, they talked. Uh, Odell told me that that they were talking back and forth for quite a while. And those guys have known each other. I'm pretty sure. You know, for over the years, because they're you know two big stars in the league and everything. You know, that, those guys will tend to get to know each other and stuff. So. I'm sure they had a lot of great conversations about it. I'm glad they did, you know, and I, I feel like, um, you know, we talked to Odell toward the end of last season through December. In November, we started talking to him. December, talked to him in January, and right on through here. So it's been a great relationship building time and him trying to figure out what direction he wanted to go and, you know, us trying to figure out how to make it work as much as anything else and because you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of moving parts with the salary cap and the finances and all that. So, the fact that it kind of came together and worked out, I'm really excited about it, you know. And I think, it's, like I said, you know, you got you got to be patient through all these the business aspect of, of the NFL. And we're trying to trying to do as hard, you know, do the best job we can and be patient and understand. Like Ozzie Newsom always says, you know, you're not you don't play games until September, so keep working right up until that point. Would I be correct? Uh, let's just say I'm assuming. I'm assuming based on the stuff I read. I'm down here in Mobile, so I don't have access. I'm not an insider. I'm not even an outsider. I'm so far out. But I'm assuming Lamar Jackson is going to be your quarterback based on some of the reports I've heard from you and the fact that you know he's in his own agent and he hasn't had any offers yet. So with if Jackson is indeed in the fall your quarterback and you got Beckham and now you have a new offensive coordinator who left Georgia and Todd Munkin, you want to talk about that and what that means to your offense? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing as a coach. That's what I'm excited about. We're, we're putting the offense together as we speak, you know, every single day, you know, putting the elements together, deciding what we're going to call things, how we're going to, how we're going to mesh it all together, how we're going to fit the guys we have. And all of that is definitely an ongoing process. So we're doing it with the understanding that Lamar will be our quarterback. And um, Lamar, you know, I, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think he's going to really thrive in this offense that we're building right now. And the fact that we've been able to add Odell, I'm sure we'll add a wide receiver in the draft. We already added uh, Nelson Aguilar. We, uh, we already have Rashad Bateman, who's about ready to take off as a rookie. We've got Devin Duvernay. We've got guys like James Prochet. And, and there's other young guys in there, too, that we're excited about. So I think our receiving core, our, you know, our, our, our tight end room, our running backs are back healthy this year after the second year from two major knee injuries. So, uh, and we we signed our, our Justice Hill, our third back. So between you know J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards and and uh, and uh, and Justice Hill, you know we had a great running back room. So you know obviously our tight end room speaks for itself. So I think we have a great offensive line as well. So our, our offense is going to be in great shape, and uh, you know we got to take it day by day. 
John, again, maybe you can clarify also. Okay, here we are, and and and, and I read where Lamar, no matter what, is going to get thirty-two million dollars. Okay, or give or take. I don't know what the real figure is. You just you just read these reports, and I don't know how much of it is true or not. And yet he's only played what started eleven games over two years, and then every time you read a story, it's got a, a, a let's say a, an adjective or a verb in front of disgruntled, upset. How can you be upset about getting thirty-two million dollars and you haven't even played a full season? Yeah, you know I think the business part of it is what it is. You know that's that's part of pro sports. No matter what sport you're talking about, baseball you read about it, basketball you read about it. And those are sports without salary caps. So it's a different mathematical equation in those sports, and yet these conversations are, are always had. And then hockey, I mean, it's all the same. And we'll probably start talking about more and more in college with the NFL now. You know, I think that's even more crazy than what we do. So there's, there's no contracts. It's just guys getting paid. How's that work? I don't know. But I'm sure they'll figure it out eventually. But, you know, it's just – and guess have to understand that that's how it goes, and that's going to be part of the conversation you don't get frustrated with it. You don't get upset. You just understand that, you know, there is a business part of this whole thing, and, and guys are always going to try, you know, to do what they can, just like teams are going to try to do what they can, what they feel is best, and try to make it work. So, you know, we want Lamar back. I believe Lamar wants to be here. I do think it's a, a numbers deal, a numbers situation. I don't think anybody's mad at anybody. Nobody's upset with anybody. Nobody's disappointed with anybody. Nothing, nothing along those lines. So that's why I'm very optimistic. Hey, John, let's turn the clock back. 1987, you were on the staff with Mike. Mike was the head football coach at Pitt. And there were two, I believe there were two other future NFL head coaches in addition to you. Yeah, John Fox, right? Right. Um, was on that staff. Who else? Mike McCarthy, I believe, was on it. Mike came a year after I was there. Okay, a yep. year after, okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. I mean, Mike had an amazing staff, Joe. We had some great coaches on there. You know, my dad was on that staff for a couple of years too, and um, Sal Sinceri was on that staff. Mike Dickens, Tommy Liggins is on that staff. Uh, Bill Myers. You know who else is on that staff? The great Sid Gilman, right? Remember that's that? right. Oh, yeah, I sure do. I remember meeting him. So Sid, Sid Gilman to, to work for the passing game. He was known as the father of the modern passing attack, and he came. Mike brought him in in training camp to work with the passing game for a couple of weeks. And he kind of, I was coaching the tight end and uh, as a graduate assistant, didn't know too much. You know, I was learning from great coaches and then Sid just took me under his wing and said, all right, just do what I tell you to do. And uh, every single day he met with me and helped me, you know, to, to be a better coach, him along with like Mike and Mike Dickens and, and Tommy Leggins and Bill and those guys. But Sid Gilman, he was, he was on that coaching staff, a legendary Probably all-time greatest passing coach ever. And was he, were you was your was your dad with you at that particular time? Yeah, he was there. He was on defense with John Fox. Okay. They were working together with with that staff, and then with Sal. It was interesting. Mike called me. Uh, Jack was looking for another head job. Your dad, and Mike called me. Said, "Would Western Kentucky has an opening?" Would you call Western Kentucky? Because they were in our league at that particular time, and Jimmy mm-hmm. Fikes was the AD. So I called Jimmy Fikes. I said, "Jimmy, will you?" Where are you at in your search? He said, Joe, I'm down to two guys. I'm going to hire one of the two. I said, well, do me a favor, just as a friend. won't cost you anything. Jack's cost will be covered to travel. He said, I'll do it for you, but I'm only going to interview him for an hour. So Jack went into Western, went into Western Kentucky, 
and overwhelmed Jimmy Fikes. He hired him right then. And wow, I did not know that part of the story. And five or six years yeah. later, he wins the national championship. And that was after the program was going to be disbanded, They were going remember? to disband it. And now you go and look at the Western Kentucky Stadium, that big press box up there, it says Jack, John, or Jack and Jackie Harbaugh. How about that? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> there's, there's two names on that stadium that I'm, I'm aware of. It's Jimmy Fikes and, and, and three, Jack and Jackie Harbaugh. You know, and that's good for them. I know Jimmy Fikes and my dad. Became the best of friends. They did, you know, over those years and through everything they went through. And the other thing it was, I remember about John uh, Lee in my—he played at Miami of Ohio, Mid American School, and there's statues around that stadium like John Pont, uh, uh, Hayes, Woody or Hayes, Sharon Beckler, Sharon We are Eubank, and uh, how about Earl Red Blake? And John Harbaugh's and John Harbaugh has a statue there now. John, you have a statue? I, I gotta laugh about it. I mean you put those, those names up there, then they throw my statue in there, you know, it's kinda like but now they're gonna put Sean McVay in there, you know, because he deserves it. He's a Miami grad, he won the Super Bowl, so I figure like, well if McVay's in there, it's okay if I'm in there. But uh, so <laughs> we have fun with that back and forth. Could you ever have dreamed that, John, when you enrolled at Miami and you saw those statues? No, no, you never think of something like that. I mean it's just <laughs> It's a, it's, a cool, so, it's a cool tradition. It's a great school, man. I just and you like like Mike was the head coach at Cincinnati, you know, so I can remember vividly, you know, Mike being Mike and you, you and Mike, and my dad are first cousins. So Mike, I guess, is a cousin once removed or something like that. And and so I'd known Mike and you my whole life, uh, you know, admired you guys, and I was in awe of Mike as well. And that was a big rivalry game. So I can remember going out there and playing a little bit in that game when I played, not too often, but when I was out there and then seeing Mike over there going against us and, and you know, trying to find a way to win the game and, the, and fighting for the bell because it's a great rivalry in college football, but it was kind of crazy then. My dad was coaching at Western Michigan. We played Western every year, so, man, I don't know. I had a lot of family on the other sidelines over the years there. Crazy deal. John, before I let you go, I got a couple of quick questions on the NFL. As the head coach, do you get much of a say on draft day with the team? Do, they, do you get recommendations on who you want? Sure, yeah, it's a team. It's a team process. I mean, we all kind of work together. We all watch the tape. We're in, we're in draft meetings this week. We're going to start here in just a few minutes. Uh, we'll start going over, continue on the defensive players uh, today. But we go through every guy. We talk every guy out. We rank every player against every other player by position, and then across the board and. And just kind of kind of becomes a group decision, and then on draft day, you know, um, Eric will be the final. He's our, Eric Picasso is our general manager. He'll be the guy that makes the final decision. Is Michael Pierce still with you, the uh, big lineman uh, from here in Mobile, and Daphne actually? He is. He is. You know, we, we brought him out as a free agent back when uh, about eight years ago, and he did so great for us. Signed a big contract with the Vikings, and now he's back with us again. He actually got hurt last year. Tore his I think his bicep or his, I think it was his bicep he tore. And, but he'll be back full speed this year, man. He's a great, great guy. Just got uh, married and going uh, to start a family. Michael Pierce, one of the all-time greats from South Florida. No, he's absolutely a great guest on our show. I'm going to ask you one more time. We kind of alluded to this in the interview. Are you pretty confident Jackson will be your quarterback in game one? Yeah, I am. I'm confident. I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic. I can't speak for anybody on it. You know, it's not for my, me to say for sure. I mean, I don't know for sure what's going to happen. I can't see the future. But I'm I'm planning that as a coach. I, I love Lamar. 
I love uh, what he brings to us, and uh, I want him to be our quarterback. So that's where, that's where we're working towards that, and, and uh, that's where we're planning. Really appreciate you coming down here to Mobile May 16th. I hope Joe takes good care of you. You're going to take him <laughs> oh, out? Oh, we're going to take great care of you. Take him to the oh, my night. God. John just, yeah, I'm planning on a big euchre match, Joe. we got to play some euchre <laughs> at some yep. point in time, man. We come from euchre <laughs> families, Lee. Uh, John, we're so proud of you. For, and, uh, for, all the, for all the fans out there that don't know what euchre is, Joe, you're going to have to give them a tutorial on that. It's not a southern game, believe me. I've tried. We can't. <laughs> but, John, thank you That's very great. much for coming. Today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Joe, and, and uh, love you. And Lee, thanks for having us on, man. I appreciate it. John, have a great meeting today. Good luck this coming season, and I hope uh, we continue to have you on yearly and you'll get that tenure. You'll be the most tenured coach in the NFL before we're done with you. How's that? That's great. One day at a time, Lee. One day at a time, right?